This is Pathfinder, a weekly moment dedicated to seeking Jesus and building deeper faith. My name is Derek Glover, and I'm a preacher serving the Church of Christ in Monroe, Wisconsin. I invite you to open your heart, mind, and Bible and study along today as we seek to know Jesus better through God's Word. Whether you've been a lifelong Christian or are simply curious, there's room for you here and room for us to grow together. Sometimes it's hard to remember as we read through Scripture and as we look at the Bible that these chapters and verses, these divisions in Scripture that we see, um, we put those there. Men put those there. The original authors did not put them there. The Holy Spirit did not put them there. Even punctuation did not exist in the Greek language of the New Testament. We've had to guess. And sometimes in our effort to organize and better encapsulate the different thoughts of Scripture, we fail sometimes to connect the dots of Scripture. We have read before the verse from Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 19, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. And we very often think of that as a call to live um, a modest life, to not be, uh, not be caught up in materialism, and accumulation, and certainly there's some truth to that idea. There's absolutely some, some value to that concept, but look at it in the broader context of what Jesus is saying. If you go back and he talks about um, those who, who engage in spiritual disciplines and activities of spiritual discipline, such as fasting um, and such as praying, he says in, in verse 16 of chapter 6, Whenever you fast, do not put on a gloomy face as the hypocrites do, for they neglect their appearance so that they will be noticed by men when they are fasting. Now prior to that, he talks about praying. Praying loudly in public or praying in private. What is it you are chasing after is the question. Because he says there that if you, you, know, if you do these things, God's going to hear you. God will hear your prayer. Other people in town might not hear your prayer, but God will. And when you fast, he says, do your best to, to present yourself as someone who's healthy and in good shape. Don't try to look like you're suffering uh, and try to win the approval of people in public because God knows what you're doing and that's all that matters. Don't do things to be seen of men. He even says those who do that, hey, you've received your reward in full. There is nothing else for you. You can chase after the approval of man or you can chase after the approval of God. If you choose to chase after the approval of man, then you will get it, and that is all you will get. There is nothing further for you, because you have made a show of what is supposed to be sacred. You have made public what was supposed to be private. Your relationship with God is an intimate and special thing, a sacred thing. And when you make it public for the sake of building up your own ego, you sacrifice the benefit and the blessing of that intimate and private interaction with God. And Jesus says, if that's what you choose, so be it. You've gotten your reward. There is no other blessing for you left because you chose to give that to man and not to God. Now, considering that, that he talks about prayer and fasting and spiritual discipline being something that we do in private between us and God, then how does verse 19 now read? Because he talks about praying in public, doing it to be seen. 
Well, there's your reward. You don't get the reward of God's blessing. That's just for him. Fasting in public, do it privately. Be modest about it and receive the blessing of a connection with God. If you don't do it, you chase after man's approval. There's your reward. Now we come to verse 19. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where thieves do not break in and steal, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is not uh, a separate section. These are not little uh, divisions, paragraphs that are meant to be seen on an island. They're not meant to be read isolated from the context. Jesus is talking about where our vision is, where our heart is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. He also talks about that with money. Uh, No man can serve two masters. You love one or hate the other. You can't serve God and money. You you cannot divide your loyalty when it comes to God. You cannot divide your uh, passion and your heart and, and your love, you, you, can, you have to pick. You have to make a choice. Faithful living means making choices sometimes. And Jesus is talking about the choice between this world and everything that it contains and something eternal. God, the Father, Jesus, the Son. He's talking about having an eternal vision for our choices and our decision making and being guided and led by that. So we don't fast to look like we're suffering so people notice. We don't pray loudly so people will think we are so holy. We keep those things private. We keep them intimate. We keep them between us and God because they are sacred. And when we break the bond of that sacred space, we invite in outside guests, worldly guests, earthly guests, things that are not fit to be a part of our relationship with God, such as the praise and approval of man. And in the same way, Jesus goes on to say, don't store up treasures on earth. Yes, that can mean material things, but in the context of of these passages, he is simply restating that you have a choice to make, whether it be the praise or the attention or the approval of other people or whether it be the security that you feel comes from accumulating material things um, whatever it is this world is going to let you down this world is going to leave you empty the only thing that will fill you and sustain you is God don't break the sacred bond by inviting worldly things in Trust in God to sustain. Now, does that mean don't save any money? No. Does it mean don't invest or plan for the future? No, absolutely not. God doesn't want you to to suffer, and he doesn't call you to live uh, a life of abject poverty on his behalf. He calls you to live a modest life by trusting him. Rich people and poor people can both get into heaven. Now, the Bible makes it clear that it's harder for the rich people. Why? because they don't have that part of them that is forced to rely on God for sustenance. They can rely on themselves. So it is more difficult, but the fact remains for both of them, for everybody along the socioeconomic spectrum, that we all have to work at attuning our hearts to trusting in God. 
not giving in to the temptation to be loyal to this world. We are not going to allow the praise and approval of men to direct our path. We're not going to allow the need for sustenance and protection and, um, and financial security to direct our path. We're going to let God direct our path. Not for praise, not for notoriety, not for approval, not for security. We are going to do it because Jesus gave his life for us and we owe him nothing less. Do not store up treasures on earth, whatever they may be. Don't put your faith in this world. Put your faith in God. Put your trust in him and follow his will. That's all the time we have this week for Pathfinder. I hope you have found it to be an enjoyable and uplifting experience. Maybe something that's caused you to think about some things you hadn't before and maybe give you reason to open your Bible and get into the Word a little deeper. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to me through the Monroe Church of Christ website, monroechurchofchrist.org. You'll find contact information there, as well as previous episodes of Pathfinder that you can listen to at your convenience. If you're in the Monroe area, we certainly hope you would come and get to know us in person. You can find our meeting times and location on that website uh, also, and we hope we get to meet you in the future. Until next time, I'm Derek Glover. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you, and may he give you peace.